Heyo! Hey, hey! Welcome back to Two Peas and One Patriotic Podcast, where we, Kyla and Hannah, join you weekly for tea time. We are two free thinking, freedom fighting, truth seeking small town mamas who decided to take our tea time to a whole new level and, well, spill it with the rest of y'all on a weekly basis. So pull up a seat and grab your cup and pinkies up. Bitches! So today we have John Dawson on, and uh, we're pretty excited to have you here. We have like a slew of questions to ask you. You're gonna, you're gonna love it. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited to be here, guys. Thanks for thinking of me. So uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? That see that question. I knew you were gonna ask that, and I was trying to think of like how to answer that because everyone asks me that, and my answer changes every time. Because um, it depends on the day, to be honest. Like. Uh, uh How about I, today? I today I'm a I don't even know social media person contractor business owner um just I like to do things I like to do and I try to uh, see if I can make it lucrative and um depending on the day I could be selling clothing I could be selling coffee I could be building a house so um I don't really, I, people ask me this all the time. I just, I genuinely don't know how to answer it. Oh, we can relate. I yeah. mean, that's, yeah. that's how we are. Like people ask the same thing. I'm like, I honestly, I can't put it into one word. Cause I'm a, in a little bit of everything. So yeah, like way too much. We have, we have way yeah. too We're pretty active on social media. We see you are too. And uh, so one of the things that we wanted to talk about, which obviously our, our podcast revolves around politics. So Tell us how you kind of got involved with sharing about that on social media and, and what the purpose was driven behind that. Um, it was all by accident, to be honest. Um, I, I'm a contractor, so I, I had my following on Instagram and it was building stuff, DIYs, how to's, um, like education and entertainment in the construction industry. Um, and I was sitting, I was doing a remodel at a dentist office and that was when the whole BLM, the George Floyd thing happened. Um, and on it was it was in the hood. Like it was a dentist office. Right next to it was like low income housing, uh, majority minority people living there. And I remember sitting in my truck eating lunch while like listening to the news and like what's going on. Um, and it kind of hit me different because I saw it happen with the 2016 election where they used um, racial injustice as a as a persuasion to get black people to vote. And then I saw it happening again. And I, and I thought in 2016, like we woke up to it, right? Because at the end of all that, we were like, hold up, like, you know, didn't they just use us again to get us to vote and then didn't do anything for us? And I was like, there's no way they could pull that over us, over on us again. And then I saw the news and I saw it literally like copy paste, racial injustice, Democrats riding on a white horse, save the black people, but don't really, they just, you know, pretend they're going to. And um, I looked across the street and saw a little uh, a black girl and a little black boy playing on the side of the road right next to the street. And I got pissed. I was like, not a single thing that everybody thinks they're doing right now for black lives is going to help these two kids become uh, the best uh, the best person that they could possibly be. Nothing, none of the money, none of the BLM movements, nothing's going to help these two kids who are playing here who should have every opportunity in the world. Nothing we're doing is going to help them. And um, I hopped on social media and just called it out. I'm like, it's, 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 
bullshit. Like the, the, everything that everybody thinks they're doing, all the woke people, all the allies, progressives, and media, you're, you're not doing anything but trying to, you know, snake oil salesman to, to the black community. And um, in like an hour, the video had like 3 million views. And um, I had death threats coming in from every angle. And I was like, damn, that was a bad idea to, to say that. <laughs> and then it just it snowballed from there. So tell the listeners that aren't going to see the video feed, what's your ethnicity? I'm bl- well, I'm black and white, so I'm, I'm half and half kind of. Yeah. So so where did you grow up? What, what kind of culture did you live in? Kind of mixed. So I, I was adopted um, and I was adopted by white parents, but my we went to a black church. Um, we hung out with we played sports with pretty much all black people. Um, but then we also were homeschooled and we were around a lot of white people. So like I was never black enough for the black people. I was never white enough for the white people. So I kind of honestly just started my life down this middle path of like, I realized neither side is going to understand who I am. So like, screw it. I'll just be me. And you know, like, it's not a big deal. Um, so it was kind of mixed. It was, it was both. It was kind of a polarizing combination of both. Yeah. And like, you know, we, I would say that our culture, we live in a small town We're, I mean, we're cornbread here and, you know, we go off to college and it, it didn't even cross my mind that, uh, you know, like that somebody wouldn't like me because I'm white or that they thought that I didn't like them because they're black. Like, I didn't even think that that was a thing, you know? And so going from our little small town to, you know, a, a much bigger inner city type of deal with college, like I didn't even know that existed. I just thought like, we're all just humans and we're loving one another. And like, I didn't care. Like, I don't look at somebody and think, oh, I, mean, I can't be friends with them because of their skin color. Like that just seems asinine to me. And if you notice yeah. and I noticed that in every single election, every midterm, it seems like, oh, now race is an issue again, guys. Let's bring it up and talk about it so the Democrats can get their votes. I, I don't think it'd ever be an issue unless it was yep. implanted, you know, into our minds. Because growing up, we never heard of it. It, you know, it's something it's, that it's they feel yeah, like you, they want you to think that, right? Yeah, They're counting like, on your 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 ignorance for for like a foothold like and I don't mean ignorance in a bad way I just mean like they're counting on your lack of experience because we all live in an area right we grow up in an area we don't experience a different area so they're counting on that to be able to say hey what's going on outside of your realm is crazy bad and you're like I mean I can't argue with you because I'm not out there so like all right sure and then this division sparks and we're like wait where did this come from and it's yeah it's propaganda to be honest yeah, and like the CRT bullshit, pardon my French, but um, that's so hypocritical. Like you're teaching people that they're inherently racist. Like I'm like, what? <laughs> are they though? Like, are you sure? You know, they're, why are we teaching our kids this? They're also just teaching people they're different. Like like outside of, of race, you're just saying that one person is, is, is not a human the same as this person is a human. You're a different version. You know, it's like, it's it's just a division thing where it's like kids who didn't even see it are now like I don't know why little Jimmy's supposedly different than Mike but like now I look at them differently trying to understand why they're different instead of just being like they both are like my friends like I don't I don't care right like it's right. it's and and speaking from someone who was raised in like a, a multicultural situation like I never once said oh this is my white friend Mike and this is this is my black friend Victor like it was just like, these are my friends and like, we hang out together. Like it's, it's weird that we want to plant that into kids' heads that, that the black one's different than the white one. Like it's crazy. Like, I think it's a cultural issue. I really do. 
Good luck getting that out without getting it. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I've tried. So since that first video that you went viral on and you got so much uh, negative feedback, have you done, have you seen more positive feedback doing more videos on kind of the same? Yeah, so surprisingly, um, I was, I forgot who I was talking to yesterday. Maybe I was on a live or something. But yeah, there, there have been people who have sent me death threats early on who now I would consider like friends, like social media friends, who I explained to her, like, you have more chance of dying driving to the courthouse to, to fight, you know, uh, racial threats than you by getting stopped, you know, right? And, and, and putting things into perspective for her. Um, and now she, she wants to be in, uh, in the justice system. She wants to be an attorney. She wants to help people find justice. And she has a different perspective. She sees life as like pretty versus what she grew up listening hearing which is why are you're black you're gonna have to work harder than white um this is a white man's world so you'll never be accepted uh police are gonna you like if you think what we keep telling a lot of the people a lot of minority and it's like be on guard right watch out for what you're gonna you know counter and um the more i've been able to voice my on social media and explain this in in its entirety rather than just these little snippets really short so it's hard to get that full picture the more my story and what I'm really trying to do, the more they're like, okay, like I didn't want to say death threats on you, but like now I can't. And like, so how did you do it? Right. They want to ask questions. So um, over the last, like, I would say six, seven months, um, people have really, a lot of people that have hated on me before are really starting to be like, you know what? I kind of understand, you know, I kind of get what you're saying now. Like I'm, I'm tired of blaming everyone else. So is that, have you dealt with criticism like that often or is it like few and far between? All the time. And I dealt with it before, like when I played football, it, it's always been a John, you're white. You don't know this rap song. You don't know the lyrics. You suck at 2K. Like you're not black. You're this and that. I've dealt with it like my entire life. And I'll always deal with it, right? You're always going to be, I'm, I'm a weird dude, right? I, I, I can acknowledge that. Um, it's, yeah, it's always been like that. I think it always will. So uh, are you involved in any kind of like grassroots organization or anything like locally that that like like to try to make change besides just on social media? Or is that something that you might do if you're not involved now? Um, it's more of like a case by case. Like I, I'm not with somebody, but like what I like to do is like whether like with my clothing brand, we like to do donations to different organizations, um, boys and girl club, after school clubs. Um, excuse me, I like to try to reach out to as many individual, like smaller groups as possible um, and just see what their needs are um, and kind of give them in the moment things that can help them move forward. Um, I, I'm not really public about most of that stuff because in the end, like I think it's more about like a personal connection with somebody versus, hey guys, I'm partnering with these people, these people, I want to do this. So I, I don't partner, I'm not involved, I'm not like, you know, a regular at any organizations. I kind of just try to see something like see a need fill a need right I, I keep going back to that because it was my favorite movie as a kid um, <laughs> and and kind of go go that way so but I mean that's that's pretty humbling in itself you know just to I mean you don't have to go out there and want to pat on the back just because you're doing something good for some sort of organization you know what I mean so even when you're doing that behind closed doors those are big movements you know even though it's small groups and communities like boys and girls clubs and stuff like that like that's humbling like what's your clothing line yeah. what is it uh, much love clothing um, and it's just it's kind of we've kind of changed that whole concept that clothing brand to be more towards that like encouraging mentality because like so so crazy thing kind of off topic side 
when when I say to someone, especially someone who's like like a minority or someone who's impoverished, when I tell them, um, hey, you could be whatever you want if you just work at it, right? If they don't know I'm quote unquote conservative or lean right, they're like, bro, like that's awesome. Like, how did you do it? Like, blah, blah, blah. They're like, they, they want to know how you're successful. But if I say, hey, you could be whatever you want, you can do whatever you want, and they know I'm somewhat right-leaning or conservative, I'm a racist now. Even though I said the exact same thing, because they have that precursor of I leaned left or I leaned right and I'm I voted for Trump and I, I may have more conservative values. All of a sudden, me saying you can do whatever you want if you work at it is me discounting racism. But if I was just purely a motivational speaker with no political affiliation, I'm I'm encouraging them to be better. So I've stepped back from calling myself this and that is because there's a lot of message that goes missing in translation because people aren't able to decipher the difference between I have to hate this person because of their political views because I think that this is attached to it to this person is just trying to get me to move forward in life who cares what side of the aisle they're on like I want to be better so I kind of step back calling myself or titling myself so that I could reach a few more people um, without polarizing them before they even hear what I have to say if that makes sense. Absolutely. Um, no, for sure. <laughs> this flag right here, we every time we do a video with this flag, they automatically assume, oh, you're Trump supporters because there's an American flag behind us every single time. I'm like, it's really sad that people, yep. you know, put him with the American flag, who's obviously, I mean, that has no correlation at all. I mean, that just shows lack of like education period. <laughs> I mean, really. Well, it shows rebranding though. Like it's, it's been rebranded. Right. Oh yeah, for sure. We actually, I actually just heard um, that one of our local school teachers told some of the kids that it is okay to burn the American flag because it's just a piece of fabric. And I'm like, okay, so let's just burn his paycheck since it's just the piece of paper. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, whoa. <laughs> right. <laughs> So, uh, has gonna, no meaning I guess we're gonna switch gears a little bit so we talked about division a little bit and you know there's a lot more division than uh you know black and white or republican democrat and uh, vaccinated unvaccinated so we were listening to your podcast and I had to bring this up because it's so controversial so I heard back I think it was like September October you did a, a bit on comparing Nazi Germany to the pandemic of the unvaccinated. And I just want to hear your take on it because I don't think that, <laughs> no, seriously, every time that we do a podcast, we always bring up COVID and this vaccination crap and like we our, can't our, not. I mean, our viewpoints because we're like, oh my gosh, like make it make sense. The one thing that after I said it, I was like, damn, this could not be good. Um, <laughs> I mean, it is when you, when you, when you break it down, I mean, it's, they're trying to require documentation for people to just exercise their, their freedoms. Um, they're saying that people who don't have an injection in their body are somehow subhuman to the people who have an injection in their body. Um, they're trying to not let, like I said, uh, just a second ago, not let people who are unvaccinated, who don't have papers, travel. Um, uh, I'm originally from California in Los Angeles. You can't go buy food and water at the grocery store if you don't have the right paperwork. Like it's, it's something that like, I don't care how you feel personally about the virus, whether you're horrified of it, whether you don't even think it's real, it's neither here nor there. Stopping people from doing their, their really their God given right to, to be free in Rome because of, because of some type of governmental paperwork is 
Nazi Germany. I mean, it's they're, they're, you can color it with like, well, COVID's real. Sure, COVID's real and it's killing hundreds of thousands of people. I, like, I don't really, I'm not debating that. What I'm saying is like, what is being done, what is being implemented is is directly correlated with control, um, manipulation and and a power grab um, to remove freedoms of, of, of citizens and not just conservatives, everyone. This isn't a, a conservatives are the only ones getting attacked. Everyone that is a citizen of the United States is, is losing their freedoms. And I think more people are realizing that. Um, but when you look at um, the, the, basically the, 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 I blank on his name, but the guy who pretty much was running all the propaganda for Hitler, he was saying the same things that the Democrat party are saying right now, which is we have a pandemic of the Jews, right? And we need to get them to comply because we're not going to stand for what they believe and what they do. We have Joe Biden saying, we have a pandemic of the unvaccinated. We need to stop them because they are living and doing things that we don't want them to live and do. So it's like, I don't care what that thing is. It's humans who are being dehumanized, saying that they are somehow lesser than because of something they chose to do or not to do. Um, and at that point in time, it's a slippery slope. And, and you realize that, you know, the only reason America is America is because we have the freedom to chase our dreams. And when you give the government the ability to say, yes, you can, no, you can't, you no longer have the freedom to chase your dreams, which is what the American dream is. You now only have the freedoms that the government allows you to have in that exact moment. And God forbid, you know, another virus shows up or aliens touch down and they're like, hey, guys, we're enacting this. Everybody stay in their homes. And we just have to say, yes, master, pretty much. And so what do you have to say to those people that are trying to condition you to think that you're selfish for not complying? I get that a lot. I you had someone like, say that yesterday? Yeah, I, I wasn't wearing that. I don't wear a mask. I, I just don't. And I haven't for a long time. And um, I had a lady <laughs> stare me down yesterday in the store and say, you know, it's the least you could do. And I'm, I'm sorry. I said, I'm sorry. You're not very educated on the um, risk of wearing a mask, you know, but hope you have a great day. <laughs> Carry on. Peace. Walk away. Stay in your lane, lady. <laughs> Bye. Right. <laughs> I'd be like, actually, the least I could do is not wear a mask. Right. So, and that's what I'm doing. Um, I, I, yeah, I, I would just, I would just say I'm, I'm not a slave. Like, like the, I, my, my ancestors fought very hard. Your ancestors fought very hard to, to bring America to where it is now, where we aren't told what we can and cannot do with, with our bodies and our life. Um, I ain't going back. So, so I, I'm sorry. Like it is what it is. Um, you know, I'm not trying to go out and, and kill people with my breath, but um, if you're scared of that, you know, if you don't want to get shot by a gun, don't don't go where guns are being shot. So stay home. Right. Yeah. Do grocery pickup. And it, <laughs> it's not like, I mean, in yeah. my way, I'm not getting next to strangers where I'm even like gonna breathe on them. So you're breathing. Well, yeah. you're not a stranger either, but <laughs> you know, so <laughs> I, I, I think people don't realize like here in Texas, like there's no mask mandates anywhere. Like you can literally go everywhere you want. There are still people that wear masks. Like a lot of people who are obese and I'm not trying to be rude, but like they have issues that, that they are concerned about. They usually they're wearing masks. Um, elderly people here, a lot of them, a lot of them aren't, but a lot of them are still wearing masks. I'm, I'm totally fine with that. If you step out your door, you realize the risks that you personally may yeah. take and, and the, the, you know, areas where you could suffer because of health or, or previous conditions take your precautions, but you can't copy paste 
the the few onto the many because the few are scared. Like that's that's not how it works. So so me as the healthy individual who spent my life being healthy, I, I unfortunately have a privilege to where I'm not as in fear of my health as someone who maybe is you know 200 pounds overweight. So you know as insensitive as that is, um, you know aren't we trying to trust the science here? So you know what good is okay. living in fear actually going to do? Yeah, and I actually right. just got banned on TikTok for talking about like different supplements and how you can get healthier and how you can lose weight. And I'm like, and my video got taken down. I got a warning that if I have too many videos that are against community guidelines, that I'll be taken off of the whole app. And I'm like, ah, so we don't want people to get healthy. We don't want to talk about supplements or how they can improve their immune system, but we can just show our flip flaps and our tatas all over the place. And that's just perfectly fine with so the community. You got banned for sharing like health information. Yeah. Yeah. Booted. I got banned for sharing my husband's um, accident where he got burned and uh, he used a um, all natural cream for his burn wounds and it was against community guidelines. (laughs) Right. So I think that's a huge part of this that people aren't realizing. Like it's, it's COVID is like the most predominant thing right now because it's, you know, in the news everywhere, but my, my parents, my parents are hippies. Uh, I'm just gonna be honest. They, they've always been hippies. They're California <laughs> surfer <laughs> from the beginning. Right. So like I, my parents have been talking to me. We didn't go to doctors really. We, we went to doctors for, for necessity. Uh, we never went there for comfortability. Um, and so many people nowadays are, are thinking that doctors and, and I'm not, I'm not knocking doctors. I'm just saying the the money game is, is really where all of this lands, right? The same reason why, uh, marijuana has been banned and shut down and stifled for so long is because there are so many medicinal properties in that that would destroy so many lucrative avenues for for big pharma so oh yeah the same thing with all these cheap medications that could not solve covid but could help that right there directly affects the the in dollar signs for these people and and if you if you think i'm talking crazy you you you, you would have to back it up with the fact that they didn't make billions and billions of dollars and that big pharma hasn't made the most money that they've made in the entirety of this country in the last two years. So yeah. if you're going to deny the billions of dollars that we're getting close to trillions that big pharma has made off COVID, then you're just in denial. But in all honesty, you can see why ivermectin and all these other crazy things that people talk about, which I don't really care if they do or don't work. You should be able to take them and, and die if they don't work. Like they are medication that people take for other things. They don't kill you. Um, yet we'll still push pain pills down people's throats. They become addicted and they die every single day. Um, but something that doesn't even affect you and may not work against COVID is banned. But, but like it's, it's about your health, right? Because uh, I, I had it very bad and I didn't seek outside intervention. I just took, and, and we, you know, made the stuff. home hydrochloroquine. <laughs> I, yeah, homemade hydrochloroquine. And we, I, I, I had it and I was scared. I, I wasn't scared. I was, I, I didn't have it that bad. It was less than a flu, but for me, I was like, when I had it, I was like, man, like I was scared thinking about the people that got it, that went to the doctors. Cause I was like, the last yeah. thing I would do right now is go to a doctor. Like yeah. I would never do that. Cause I wouldn't trust. I didn't, I didn't get a test. I, I lost my taste. I lost my smell. I lost all, I had all the symptoms I had, it, but I was like, I'm not testing myself. The last thing I want to do is put myself into a system and put myself into some type of monitoring device. Cause I get notifications on my phone when I travel, I'll get to Colorado and, and, and they're like, um, accept these, th- these data you know, notifications so that you can see 
um, if you've come in contact with COVID, which means they're literally tracking every last person that's had COVID in the last X amount of days, their travels, what buses they've gotten on, what airplanes they've gotten on. They, they know, you know, your, your roaming data is, is pinging you in, in locations. They'll be able to tell you exactly who you've come in contact with and at what time and how long ago they had COVID. And Brother. one, hell no. Two, why the hell are we using this for all the other major issues in our country? Oh, profit. I forgot. Yeah, that's yeah. why. Yeah. I mean, and you see that Pfizer had the biggest criminal fine in history. And I, I don't know if you've seen it or not, but whenever they were like, oh, well, we'll release all the data in, you know, 2097. And the judge is like, you have eight months. F off. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> when everybody's dead, we'll, we'll, let it, we'll release it. I, I hear it all the time. Like we try to get more parents to go to our school board meeting and uh, a lot of people are on board. They, they want to be sure that, you know, parents have a choice and the school boards don't. And like some of the parents are like, yeah, I agree with you, but you know what? I'm, I'm just sick of it. So I'm just not. And I'm like, why are we so relaxed on this? What, you know, like. I don't know I, it's it, dangerous. But... Cause I, I find myself I'm in it and I find myself feeling the same way. Like there's days where I'm just like, what is the actual purpose of my exhaustion in this in this circle like what what am i because because as you guys know when you become a unifier on tiktok you get shut down from both sides if you even remotely try and understand sorry my camera does it every now and then um if you even try and remotely understand the other side like you're just gonna you you realize how dark and evil your your side air quotes can be because you're like oh y'all really aren't tolerant either because as soon as you see somebody trying to find common ground you start attacking them saying hey get back in your place and and i think that's huge because i mean i have arguments with both people or people on both sides where it's like they don't want unity i made a video the other day and and the dude that's far left he was like they don't want unity you know blah 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 and he commented that on my video and it got a bunch of likes, which people didn't know he was a left winger. So conservatives were liking it because they thought it was a conservative saying the left doesn't want unity, but really it was a left person saying the conservatives don't want unity. And with that, I'm like, see, you both want it, but neither one of you are willing to try to find common ground because your pride's too big. So that's where my energy gets lost. Like, like you said, people are like, I'm too tired to go to the school boards. Like I'm just over it. I don't care anymore. I would rather just not make waves. It, it comes from all sides just being so discouraging and being so hard-headed to where, like you said at the beginning, like it's, you just have to take a break from it. You're just like, I feel like if I bang my head into this wall that hasn't moved in the last two years, three more times, like I'm knocking myself out. Like I need to chill. Yeah. No, I get it. For yeah. sure. <laughs> the only thing that like keeps me going is seeing other like-minded people who are in it for the same cause because if anything, TikTok and podcasts and things like that has brought awareness. I mean, there's so much information out there now that wouldn't have been brought to light if it wasn't for social media and people like us out there sharing things. So, and like he said, like some of my biggest issues, especially right after the election was like, okay, if you voted for Trump, then you're a racist and you are a fascist and that you encouraged the insurrection on January 6th and all this bullshit. And then if you voted for Biden, you're immediately an idiot. You don't know what you're talking about, which, you know, like, I'm not going to say that I haven't been in those shoes, but you know, like I, (laughs) I can like come 
to, to terms with and like meet in the middle with some people like, okay, why did you vote for Biden? Are you, are you still okay with that decision that you voted for Biden? And like try to wrap my head around it and understand their perspective or their point of view or why they thought that his policies were great. Um, you know, and then even some people that, you know, have voted for Trump that have now been like, well, you know, I did support Trump, but now like, I still try to understand everybody's perspective. And I think that she's the same way. And just sometimes like whenever you get them on both sides, it's like the rock and sock and robots. Like it's like, you can't calm that shit yeah. down, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You kind of fall down this tunnel and you're like, oh crap. Like, how do I, like, do I keep digging through this or do I just kind of try to back out, you know, slow and quietly? And, and I feel like, I feel like a lot of it is like, I don't know. So and I, I actually have a question for you guys. Like I, you guys are on TikTok actively. Have you noticed that a lot of the energy on TikTok in, in, in my eyes, and I'm wondering if you guys have seen it, um, has shifted to almost like looking for the divisiveness, like almost like if it's not heated, it's not getting the views, oh, therefore yeah. I'm not going to post it. And yeah. so I feel like it's kind of turned into like, I got to do something to piss somebody off because that's how I get the engagement. That's how I get the comments. That's how I get the big views. And, and I know, if, I mean, all my videos do horribly because I'm trying to, you know, fight that middle ground to be kind of unifying. No one cares. They're like, hey, cool. Like I might like it, but like, I'm going to go over to the juicy one where someone called somebody, you know, a, a, a sheep, you know, that's, you know, right. going to die from the vaccine. Like that's where I'm going to go. And, you know, so do you guys see that on, on your end of TikTok? Yeah. Um, and one of the things that I've noticed too, is, um, if you are just live streaming and you're in there talking and you're trying to like have a good positive uplifting live, you know, they're in and out, you might get up to like 60 and then you're back down to like 15. But what I've seen is that if people get on there and they're showing like it's debate time and these are the topics and these, and you can look at the screen behind me and you can see all the topics and what I believe I, I see thousands of people in there. And, and I, yeah. and I think that, you know, some of those debates, like I learned something on those debates, both right and left-sided. I, I learned some of their ideology and I can learn to appreciate that, but it's, it's kind of the same thing. Like if, if they're not in there, you know, talking smack or trying to debate one another, or like you said, like just calling somebody a sheep, then, then it's not it's even old, there to see. Yeah. I don't know. What is it, that for it's, you? Like, yeah, it's a soap and, opera. People love the drama. It's like a uh, reality TV. That's what's the biggest thing on TV, reality TV. And it's, yeah. it's just, you know, people, they love it. Yeah. And like, I, I think like, all the posters. are awesome, but I mean, like, I'm not there necessarily just for the views, you know, most of the time, like I try to bring light and humor to cer certain subjects and, you know, share about supplements and how to take care of your health, which has, you know, got me in trouble for whatever reason. But, you know, like uh, what I have seen. <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> on my for you page though i don't know if you've seen the same thing but um both right and left leaning are on there like almost like having like an emotional break like having these sad videos and like taking a break for themselves and focusing on mental health which i'm not against i think we have a huge mental health crisis but that's my for you page like everybody is just like exhausted yeah yeah and it's i mean for me i mean i've been in it for two two years a little over two years now um, it is. And I'm, I'm a strong headed dude. Like I don't let much affect me. Like I have my immediate home. I have my, my family and my friends. And, and outside of that, I, I really could care less what people say on social media. Um, I, I, like I said, from the beginning of my life, I've always been that guy down the middle that doesn't really belong to either side. Um, so I'm totally uncomfortable in it. And even for me, like I've just been there sometimes just been like, man, like the darkness, 
is so heavy sometimes where you're just like, and not like personal attacks really, more just like seeing the minds of people and where they're at mentally, like the things that they say to others. Like I'll watch conservatives just rip apart a, a liberal in my comment section. And I, I agree with the conservatives overall point, but when I see how they talk to people, I'm just like, Bro. what in your life gave you the right to speak to anybody that way? I don't even, I don't care if it's Biden. I don't care if it's the person I hate the most in the world. Like what fiber of your body, what upbringing did we, you know, jump into here in America that gave people the, the, the feeling of entitlement to talk to another human being who disagrees with them in that, in that manner. And, and it, and it's, it's heavy to watch. Cause you're just like, man, like, like, what do you do? And, and you'll reach out to them as someone who agrees with their, their concept for the most part being like, Hey, let's keep it respectful. Let's, let's be nice. And then they turn around and have that same energy towards you, even though yeah. you agree. And you're just like, what? Like yeah. it's, it's hard. It's, it's hard. They really just need to come back and say, you know, somebody talk to your daughter or your mother like that, or your, you know, son, father, turn it around. Like, how would you, yeah. Do you I think some of them, would. I, I would, I've seen some people talk to their parents and their friends, and their family that way. I mean, that's, that's why you're seeing friends and family who don't eat dinner together anymore. They don't go to the, the, the holiday gatherings anymore because their, I guess, emotions, their point of view is more important and anybody else that they've ever cared about. And, and that's the issue. Like we're so self-centered to where we think our opinion is more important than someone else having their opinion or, or us loving someone else despite their opinion. We're like, eh, my opinion's more important than me keeping you in my life. And I'm just like, wow, okay, yeah. later. I mean, we see it. Like we go to the local grocery store and I mean, people know that we have a podcast. People know, I mean, like I said, we're in a small community and like people just treat you differently now that you're out and open and transparent about your beliefs, just because their beliefs are different. And, and to me, I'm kind, no matter what, like, I'm not going to put up with somebody being a jerk to me, but I mean, like I'll smile at people. I'll say, Hey, and getting the cold shoulder. Like there's been days that I came home and talked to my husband and been like, can you believe that so-and-so would act this way? Uh, you were, you were talking about just your, your, your community and how some people just, they'll, they'll treat you different because of how you, how you, because you're open about your beliefs, which, which I think what I was going to say is, is, is just, well, it's not funny. It's crazy how supposedly both sides are advocating for, for freedom of speech, freedom of expression, freedom of your rights, freedom to express yourself and be who you are, be unapologetically yourself, be, you know, be gay, be black, be white, be, you know, uh, an illegal, be whatever you are and, and, and be proud of it, but don't be conservative, right? You know, and it's like, how can you be so encouraging and accepting of people transitioning from a man to a woman or or from you know uh, uh, being you know black to you know identifying as you know a, a pine cone like oh we got to accept it because that's their inner feelings but then f you if you're a conservative and I'm like but I'm just you know that I identify it like like you know what I mean like it just it doesn't it doesn't make sense that you will literally literally accept everything else like you could be non-binary, which I, I still don't understand that. I guess it means you're, you're like dust or something. And that's like, yeah, cool. Like you're nothing. You, you literally identify as nothing. Like, but like, how dare you think that you are not oppressed? Like know your place. And I still, to this day, just cannot understand it. Um, I mean, I started to understand a little bit more when the January 6th thing came up again. And I realized just the alienation of the conservative party and how that's an agenda. So I think overall, it's just people believing what they hear, but it's 
I mean, I don't even know. I don't even know what I'm trying to say right now. Speaking of January 6th, uh, we're, your, your buddy Ben, like we've been following him for a long time too. He's going to be coming on our podcast and I'm excited to hear from his experience on January 6th. Like, I mean, that whole thing, like I have my own beliefs on that. It's very controversial, but we just heard a news theory today or yesterday and we were like mind blown by it. So we're like, uh, like January 6th altogether was just like oh. hot topic. He, he and I don't really agree on that topic. Um, I don't, I don't, we don't not agree, but like we just see it in a different light because he was there and I was telling people before it even happened, I'm like, don't go. Like, just do not go. I promise you bad things are going to happen. And if good things happen, they're not going to be good enough to risk it. Um, but I, what's, what's the new theory? I'm curious. You, you sparked my interest. Uh, <laughs> I came across it yesterday and I- Go right ahead with that theory. I like Should we say it publicly we might I, I, just so we're gonna make it clear we are not suicidal and we don't have a flight of stairs to fall down I I like blasted that thing to everybody <laughs> it was the first time I'd heard it I so this new theory I <laughs> it, I heard it on a rumble I, I don't even it was on um I forget I, uh, I could send you the link the dark outpost yes um which I, I never heard of until recently so your theory on epstein do you think he he killed himself he was killed he's alive he's no he was killed see i always thought he was alive okay so i always thought he was killed so our i always thought that the white hats came in and took him as leverage against you know all the big wigs the big wigs that he has information on that was always my inner feelings and i'm like he didn't hang himself so so (laughs) anyway this new theory is (laughs) guy who was in the white house or whatever he says that um all his people were supposed to be detained that day and arrested once epstein did his whole spill and everything the the military was already in place and but, all that there's like this whole big story but, but on then it. like nancy pelosi's like uh no you're not coming for extra help and then apparently some of this stuff is on her laptop which you know like it's all theory i mean it's conspiracy and we, maybe we'll never know but I mean, that's, it's like, what? What? <laughs> you know, mind blowing. It, it's it's, like it's something that I would literally, uh, I would call y'all crazy. I, I, you guys still are crazy as hell. Um, <laughs> but in this day and age, crazy as hell is more logical than anything. Like crazy as hell is more logical than rational right now. Because if you go with rational, you're going to be wrong because nothing right now is done because of rations. It's, it's everything is the most heightened smoke and mirrors. Mike Pence is Indian was Indiana's. We're from Indiana, right? Well, so before that, why I why I originally shared it with them is because it was going into Mike Pence and how he played into really screwing Trump over. And I was like, you know, I just I really liked Mike Pence, and so I shared it. And then I got deeper into it when they started talking about that, but. I was, Homeboy just did us dirty. And I was like, when I first did heard he, it, Wait, so my question, what did Mike Pence do? Because to be honest, I don't really under, everyone is like, Mike Pence is a traitor, blah, 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 blah. But like, so I, we actually just brought this up with, who were we talking to about this? I don't even remember. But the certification of, you know, the electoral college, like the votes and stuff like that, apparently he doesn't have apparently he doesn't have the power to say like hey which i i thought he did like to say hey like i can't certify this let me need to go back and do do what to do um i thought that he he was the only one with that authority 
Um, but I think a lot of people think that he's a traitor because uh, the, they, everybody thinks the election was stolen, or at least most conservatives believe that. And so I think that their ideology in the matter is that he should have stopped it and made sure that it was a valid election. So that's at least what I hear about Mike Pence. He was highly involved in the child sex trafficking stuff going on at the White House. And he was giving intel allegedly. on, allegedly, on what Trump was doing with trying to out all of this. He was the rat. Like, And where's he been? Gitmo. Mike Pence was the rat? No. No. What are you talking about? Mikey hmm. Pence, yeah. That's, yeah. We call these spoilers because we, we don't call them conspiracy theories. We call them spoilers because we haven't been wrong yet on one that we've shared. <laughs> it really is true. Like we might it's, be a little cray cray, but most of the stuff that we've shared that has been conspiracy ends up coming out and it's like, oh, we were, we were right. <laughs> I've, I've felt that recently. I'm like, I'm really not liking how crazy my head is. Cause like normally I'm like, oh man, I'm crazy. Like you guys are crazy. And I'm like, we're all just a bunch of crazy. Yeah. And I would love, I would, I would love nothing more than to just be straight up crazy. I would love everything that I think to be me being what the left is trying to make me seem like, which yes. is just a crazy oh. white. Re- I'll be like, thank God. Thank God. That's great. We're, we're still in America. But unfortunately, like you said, if you're not, I'm never wrong. It's it, you, you, you just use all these, this information, you put it together, you look at the past and the trajectory we going and you kind of calculate, okay, well, if all this happened and we got here, then it looks like the next plan of action would logically be this. And this doesn't look good and doesn't look, you know, right, but everything points to it. And then, you know, six months later, you're like, wow, that happened fast. <laughs> yeah. you, know, you know what really makes you crazy is when your kids are like, well, you have to explain it to your kids. <laughs> They're like, so my, my son yesterday was like, so if you take the COVID shot, you'll die. And I'm like, well, no, you won't die. But <laughs> how do you even explain it that it's, you know, not good? He's like, well, if you won't die, then why wouldn't you take it? And I'm like, because the possibility yeah, I'm like, well, it's like it's like eating too much candy like it's not going to kill you but if if something were to go wrong and you were to eat too much or like down the road you're just going to suffer so like in health like it's healthy why you know, would you the same reason we don't drink soda with breakfast <laughs> just you just don't do it right yeah it's i mean like scary. i don't, I don't, don't make about the epstein and the january 6th thing like uh, you just gotta hear it from this guy's mouth yeah and you know while i was listening to it i'm like that's far-fetched and then he'd go into why and some of the people that are were involved in some of their like credentials and i'm like <laughs> okay okay could it could it that's it's crazy how like much I don't I don't believe this I don't believe what you're saying because it seems so like because like there's been crazies out there like I, a buddy of mine is is friends with uh, uh, a guy that's brother's you know yeah. husband's boyfriend is a special ops right. uh, you know strategist and he said that they went in there and, and I'm just like you just put a story out there from like 12 degrees of separation right and telephone happens even if it was remotely true telephone happens and now all these conservatives jump on this like this is the story this is what happens and then we all find out it's a lie and then we have our own doubt and i personally think it's intentional by the left to put those stories out there to discredit conservatives and their and their you know their knowledge Um, and that's why stories like these i get super cautious around because i want to believe it because it just it makes sense with all the stuff leading up to it and and it just makes perfect sense 
but it's like it's almost super far fetched. When you have plans like this that depend on mass amounts of people doing the exact right thing at the exact time with no understanding of the scenario, leads me to believe that it's not true because why would you, when you could do something underground, when you could do something just completely off cameras while shaking your hand over like January 6th, if they were going to do something with Epstein in Indiana, then you would go do January 6th over in, in uh, Washington, D.C. because all the cameras would be over in Indiana. But to put all the cameras, all the people, all the attention on the spot where you're trying to do something sneaky, to me seems like you're just creating problems right like you know i don't i don't know but i would I, I definitely would love to see that clip because i would love to, i i don't not believe it if that makes sense <laughs> i know and like we weren't even gonna bring it up i was just gonna say the theory and then you were like let's hear it and i'm like well we sound freaking crazy like we, like when i listened to that podcast, like i'm like i was at the same time that i was like this shit is untrue i was like mind blown that like there is there could be a possibility you know so like, thank you for that. I never discredited anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'll fall into a hole four or five morning researching it. Because <laughs> yeah. I just have to know. <laughs> it is. It's hard to not know. Yeah. And I do think that a lot of what we're seeing, I mean, like media is obviously a huge influence, but like with the misinformation, like you said, like I do think that there has been, you know, intel or implemented ideology for conservatives to be like, oh my gosh. I, I do believe kind of like what you were saying. I do think that there's been things implemented into conservative mindset to make them believe like, hey, this is the story. You should run with it. And then whenever conservatives get out there or even like, you know, independents get out there and they're like, hey, you know, I heard this and like, this is what I found on the internet to support that fact. But, you know, there's discrepancies and then they go and share that information and that information is shared. Then immediately, obviously you get a bad rap because you're sharing misinformation. So yeah, we definitely have to be careful about that. And our yeah. podcast has always been based around, you know, factual information and data that we share. And we try to be really super careful about that. So we do have podcasts where we talk about theories, um, but we let people know that it's specifically a theory. So Jeez. I, I, I think that's my biggest thing. And Ben and I do that too. We're like, look guys, we're going to talk crazy for a minute. Like we're not telling you just what it is. We're just going to talk theories. Like that's what I love to do with anything. Even if it's building a house, I'm like, what if we were to like, dude, like, could we engineer it to where like, there's no wall, here, but like, like, I just love talking theories that aren't real, that aren't understand that there's different outcomes, there's different things, there's different avenues. Uh, just being clear that you don't know what the hell you're talking about yet. Yet. Yeah. Um, but you could in the future. <laughs> in six months. <laughs> yeah. We'll revisit this topic in six months and see what comes of it. <laughs> um, but thank you for coming on today. We appreciate it. And awesome. hopefully you can come back on whenever some of our theories either get debunked or turn out to be just spoiler alerts. So... <laughs> I'm, I'm down. I appreciate you guys having me on. I had, I had a blast just sitting and talking. And guys, if you guys want to hear John Dawson and some of those cray cray talks, he's on, uh, has his own podcast, the John Dawson perspective. So go and listen to him and some of uh, what his opinions are and have fun with it. We appreciate awesome. you. We'll talk to you I soon. appreciate it guys. <laughs>